Hey, hey, it's your host, Shonda Mays, and welcome to Heal, Learn, Grow, Flow. If you're looking for some inspiration and authentic insight about life, or you're ready to grow and level up, let's do it. Join me and my guest as we talk candidly about life, healing, and becoming our best selves. Let's heal to learn, learn to grow, and grow to glow into the beauty of who God has called us to be. Hey guys, I want to welcome you to another episode of Heal, Learn, Grow, Glow. I am in the studio alone today. I don't have any guests, but something God put something on my heart that I really wanted to share with you all. Recently with the launch of this podcast and even with other things that I've done in my life, I've always had this fear or um, worry of what people were, were going to think about me and what I was doing. Um, how people would receive what I was doing, especially like people close to me, um, family, uh, friends, my mom, you know, aunts, whatever. So I've always like had this great concern about what people were going to think or what people were going to say. Um, you know, people will always have an opinion about what you do. And for me, like, some of you, um, you may struggle with um, identity, like knowing your identity in Christ. And so like, because I've struggled with my identity in Christ at times, you know, I've always kind of, kind of sought validation, you know, especially from those close to me. And if, you know, I didn't get that validation, I'm not going to say that it would stop me because I'm not a, the type of person that just would stop doing something because somebody doesn't validate me. Um, however, it will be something that will be stuck in the back of my mind. Like, oh, well, this person isn't supporting me or this person has something negative to say or, you know, this, that, and a third. And so recently, like, I've gone through a couple of things where I know, okay, I know my name was, like, put in the dirt. Things were said about me that were not true. Um, I was lied on <laughs> and my reputation was marred by somebody else. And so even in that, like, again, having an identity crisis would cause you to um, second guess yourself sometimes, second guess who God has called you to be, second guess who you know you are. And so um, what I wanted to say is that, you know, no matter what somebody's opinion is of you, um, no, ba- no matter if somebody chooses to support what you're doing or not, um, do it anyway. Do it anyway. People are always going to have an opinion about what you're doing, be it good or bad. And you have to get to the point where you have tunnel vision and you tune out the voices of others. Um, for me, because I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. If I'm God approved, it really doesn't matter whether anybody else approves of what I'm doing. And um, you just have to go with God and get it done, you know, no matter what it is. Even if people say stuff about you that you know is not true, if people are marring your reputation, you know, don't, it's easier said than done. So let me just say that. But try not to let what others say. 
dictate how you feel about yourself. Surround yourself with people who actually celebrate you. You know, I know for me, like I've said this before in a previous episode, it's important for me to be around people who remind me of who I am, because sometimes the way life is set up and the way things happen in life is really, really easy to forget you know, certain things about yourself. And sometimes the narratives that people will paint of you, you know, uh, they try to take over and try to take root. And it's, it's difficult. So I always say surround yourself with people who remind you of who you are. Like I've been really blessed and fortunate to have people who remind me of who I am and who also remind me of who God says that I am. And so like right now in life, you know, I feel like, I feel like a lot of things, most things are a spiritual battle, pretty much all things. Let me just say that there is a spiritual battle. You know, um, we go through things and we wrestle with things that in the physical that originated in the spirit realm. Um, Again, like I said, I'm a Christian and I'm a believer. So, you know, the way my belief structure is set up is I know that a lot of things that we see manifested in the flesh and in the physical realm, um, it is already activated on this, on the spiritual side. And so a lot of what we deal with emotionally, how we think about ourselves, um, it comes from activity over in the spiritual realm. It comes from having strongholds in our life. It comes from having spirits um, that have uh, attached themselves to us. That is what my belief is wholeheartedly. And so once you start to recognize um, spirits at work in your life, you have to start to, to bind up those spirits. You have to start to, you know, have deliverance, get delivered from what those, uh, those spirits attachment to you. And so for me, like even having that identity crisis and, and being so concerned with what people think, um, comes from a spirit of rejection. And so I don't think a lot of people, um, really understand that at times. And I didn't always understand it. Like now, as I've gotten older, wiser, and I've matured a lot, um, and just trying to grow in God and grow my relationship with God, I started to really understand that a lot of what I was feeling as far as having the identity crisis and having fear of how people will receive me and having fear of rejection, where that actually comes from. And it came from the spirit of rejection and that that spirit had attached itself to me. Um, I know as a young child, you know, it could have been before then because I totally believe I read a book by um, Bev Tucker like a year or so, well, two years ago um, about rejection. I don't know. I don't remember the title exactly. I think it was uh, rejection, identity thief exposed or something like that. But it's by Bev Tucker. It's a, a great read if you want to get it. But when I read that book, it was very eye-opening to me. It was very, very eye-opening to me. Um, sometimes we speak word curses and, and spirits attach themselves to us. And even in the womb, when we were in our mother's wombs, because things were going on with our parents, you know, 
how many times have, you know, you in a situation said some things out of your mouth and you didn't realize the weight of your words. And so even when women are pregnant with kids, sometimes they're saying things, the rejection seed is already planted. Maybe somebody didn't didn't want the, the pregnancy. You know, maybe the mom had some apprehension about becoming a mother for whatever reason, you know, and that seed was planted. So like I said, like with me, um, the seed was pr- planted very young and I, where I've recognized it in my life is when I was a child and my mother and my father went their separate ways. And I always felt like my dad, you know, he didn't, he didn't want me. And then I grew up in a household with my mom and later on my, my mom and, uh, had my sister and we lived with my sister's dad for quite some time, even before my sister was born. So, um, I've always kind of felt like me being kind of isolated from everyone else. Even though I had my mom, my mom was consumed with providing for me. My mom was consumed with making sure I had a roof over my head, clothes on my back, food on the table, and my emotional needs didn't get, didn't get um, met. And so I felt a sense of rejection even from her. And so in me feeling that way, I always tried to do things to get her attention. And some of that, me seeking her attention was me acting out, you know? And so that's where that spirit of rejection kind of originated in me. And I found myself even as an adult and by no means am I bashing my mom. I think my mom has done the best that she could do with the tools that she's had as a parent. And um, I know that as I've gotten older, I've seen her take ownership of things that she's done and she's apologized to me. I wasn't a perfect kid. I gave my mother hell. If I'm just being very honest, I gave her hell because I had a lot of turmoil inside of me from feeling rejected. And so I don't take anything away from my mom. However, um, I just grew up always feeling like, you know, nothing that I did was enough, even for her. And for me, it was just always me wanting that approval, wanting to feel like my mother was proud of me, even wanting my dad to be there and feel like, you know, my dad loved me and he wanted to be a part of my life. And so um, as I grew up, <laughs> um, I still found myself trying to do things or prove myself to my mom to 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 make my, I guess her feel that I was worthy or get her attention. And so again, even with decisions that I made, even with things that I set out to do, if my mom isn't on board, she might have some type of feeling about what I'm doing. She may not be completely supportive of what I'm doing. You know, a a little bit of that will sting a little bit because, you know, I've dealt with that spirit of rejection and I always try to talk to people and come from to people from a very real place I may not be completely through whatever I'm dealing with but that does not mean that what I've experienced I cannot use to help somebody else so like even as I still deal with um being okay with my identity in Christ being learned Knowing who I am and being sure of that um, as my confidence grows in Christ, as my confidence grows in myself, you know, am I completely over that hurdle? No, I'm not. I'm not. But I always aim to show people or be a voice because I feel like people need to see somebody that they can relate to. 
And I've decided in my life that now at this point, um, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what, what my mom says. I don't care what friends say. I don't care what enemies say. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody's going to have an opinion. What matters most is what you think of yourself and ultimately what God thinks of you. And so I'm just holding fast to that. I'm holding fast to what God thinks of me. Um, and in anything that I do this um, from this day forward in my life, I just pray that God be glorified, you know, not by my might, but by his might. Um, I want God to be glorified in whatever I do. I want God to be glorified through my life. Again, am I perfect? No, I'm not. And I probably never will be. But I will do wake up in the morning and make a concerted effort to try to be better than I was yesterday. And it's it's been a struggle. You know, it's been a struggle. And so, like I said, I'm just at a point where I'm trying to tune out the voices of the crowd. And I'm on a, a mission to share my heart with people. I'm on a mission to see people healed. I'm on a mission to see people on the other side of pain. I'm on a mission to show people love. I'm on a mission to show people who God is through my life, you know, and sometimes that looks a little bit different from person to person. How God chooses to use one person versus the other is going to be different. We all have different assignments that we must carry out in the earth. And, um, I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing, of course, is in the will of God. And I want to use my voice to help people to show them that, you know, they can get through. So, again, like I said, I've dealt with rejection. I don't know if anybody else. I'm sure somebody else out there has dealt with rejection, too. And um, I think one of the things that's helpful when you you're dealing with that type of spirit attachment is that first you have to, to recognize that spirit attachment, you know, you have to call it out for what it is. And once you know what it is, you have to take steps to be delivered from it. And sometimes it's going to be an everyday thing. You know, the devil knows us just like God knows us. He knows the things that tick us off. He knows what our insecurities are and things are going to happen and and things are going to come that are going to test you. Um, Situations are going to come that are going to test you. I always know how I've grown in a situation by how I respond to it. You know, me being a person who's dealt with my identity, you know, having an identity crisis, there have been times where I felt the need to prove, show and prove all the time. If somebody says something about me, I had to go back to them and try to change the narrative. I had to go back to them and try to prove why they said, why what they said about me was wrong. Now that I've gotten older, a little bit wiser, and I'm trying to get over that, I don't have to respond to to everything that somebody says. If you think this about me, hey, so be it. You know, I was told that I was a mean person, which I find to be quite hilarious at times. Not saying that I can't be a little sharp because I can be, um, but me being a mean person, I'm not. Um, Those who actually know me would know a little bit different about me. But if you think I'm mean, honey, I'm mean. I mean, and I think everybody has a mean streak. So like, even in that situation, when somebody 
said that to me, like part of me wanted to, to, to come back and reject that narrative, you know, but at the end of the day, why? People are going to say what they're going to say regardless. Hey, hey, it's your host. People are going to say what they're going to say regardless. And so we just have to get to a place where, you know, we're not concerned about what people say all the time. We can't be. People are going to have an opinion, period. And so, like, I, for me, I just pray for myself and for anybody else that's struggling that we would be delivered from people-pleasing mentality and be delivered from identity crisis, be delivered from trying to please people and be who people want us to be. The ultimate thing that we should be trying to do is be who God called us to be. That's the charge. Be who God called you to be. Because I guarantee you, there's somebody out there waiting for you to step up, waiting for you to be the person that God called you to be, waiting for you to do whatever it is that God needs you to do. Because guess what? You're the answer to somebody's prayer. So I say all that to say, <laughs> you know, whatever you you set out to do, don't worry about the thoughts and opinions of others. Don't worry about who's going to be with you. It's great to have support. Don't get me wrong. It's very encouraging to have support. When people come back to me um, with positive messages, that's very encouraging to me. It encourages me to keep going. It, it encourages me and, and lets me know that what I'm doing is not in vain. And so don't get me wrong when I say, you know, don't worry about the opinion opinions of others just block out the net negative chatter you know people are going to have an opinion be it good or bad block out the negative chatter that will have you second guess yourself block out the negative chatter that will have you uh questioning who you are now i will say this as a caveat to that sometimes you know people do come into our lives to give us constructive criticism about who we are we have to be able to receive that constructive criticism but also know that anybody who loves and cares about you is going to approach you in love okay in love the delivery is going to be different it doesn't mean that the delivery is going to be syrupy sweet and sugary and you know it's going to be good to your palate it may not be that way but anybody that loves you honestly and wants the best for you sometimes you're going to need some correction sometimes you're going to need somebody to be honest with you and you may hear things that you don't want to hear that's constructive criticism those are nuggets that you take to build upon to be a better person so those things okay you take them however if people are just negative and you know really trying to dog you out um really trying to bring you down, trying to shoot your dreams, your hopes down, that kind of thing, trying to put their narrative on you. Um, I would say block that, block that out. And just remember who God called you to be. Again, um, anything that got people say to me personally that I think I'm not okay with, <laughs> Um, I do try to go take it to God in prayer because sometimes we have to ask God to reveal our hearts to us so that we know what's in our hearts. Um, because every, th- every time that somebody comes against us again, it's not an attack. 
on your character or your identity. You just have to ask God for the wisdom to know the difference. And that's what I would encourage you to do. And so I'm not going to keep you long on this, this um, episode. I'm going to get ready and wrap up. Um, just continue to be mindful of, you know, what you've set out to accomplish. Um, keep your focus on God, consult with God, move forward, be who God called you to be and block out the negative chatter. The opinions of man at the end of the day don't really matter. So I just want to leave you with that. Um, I want to encourage you all to just surrender your life to Christ, follow God, um, and step up to the plate and be who he called you to be. Do it anyway. Somebody is waiting on you. So thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll catch you on the next episode.